Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the Premier League Podcast, episode number 117. There was a week of semi-final action today and I'm joined by two smiling Tarlis Arses as we've doubled the light and they had certainly had doubled the light at the weekend. Sean Smith and Jamie Barrett, welcome aboard. Stephen Cronin also with me here. Lots and lots to discuss, lads. I suppose we better start at the top. It, it was national television on Saturday night, Saturday night light for the Sarsies and once again, they rose to the challenge and put in a performance. Sean, I'll come to you first. Uh, serious marker against the old foes, Lockmore. Yeah, it was, um, great. Again, kind of big, big finish, good finish to the game. Going in half time, down by a point, and Lockmore kind of got run, goal against from the play there, maybe say in the first half. But our lads kind of dug in, got the scores. Darius taking exceptional again. Like he just, he's a handful to mark. He's either scoring six points or winning freeze or laying the ball off. Like, his touch is unbelievably two touch in the first half there. The field is very greasy now and there's a lot of water on it. You'd see the, the ball in or in the middle of the field, but he's touching all of our but we held it on well. Lock more again to kind of lay it goal again. But we we always thought we were kind of close, but it's hard to know was that kind of lock more was just you're kind of feeling it out from at the end, but our lads didn't let him get into the game, like rolling again, dominating Paul Mayer, Connor Sacklum, like and the Steve Cas coming to life himself this year. Playing a different role every game. So, like, you know, it is, it is great to get the win over Lockmore, who kind of done us there two years ago in the county final replay. So, it's kind of good to get one. Yeah, and we'll come to an interesting stat maybe from that Gartui had up uh, the performance of the senior football teams this weekend. We'll come to that later. But, uh, Jamie, I suppose the tale of two halves, really, you know, the first half was really kind of nip and tuck. But again, I'm going to call it, you know, the old, the old Limerick and the old Kilkenny before that, the kind of. The first, the first quarter, the second half, or that that third quarter, that's when Sarah seems to put the foot down once again and really put this game to bed. Ah, uh, yeah, big time. Um, I'd say Parry was delighted to get them into the dressing room at half time, and I'd say they were a different animal coming out in the second half. The work rate was off the chart. There was a reference in the commentary there in the match as well that there was just like Connor or Cahill, they were all just working so so hard that Lockmore weren't getting time on the ball to pick out passes. The lads were turning over ball and, and getting scores off those turnovers as well. You know that the third quarter of the game probably won it for them. You know what I mean? And they were able to kick on and they get the goal near the end as well. That's it, and it's some Jamie. It's some path to the final for Sars. Now, I suppose the one flying the ointment again will will come to later is the only team that actually have beaten Sarsfield by my reckoning is Kildangan this year. But like you roll yeah. off, you know, absolutely destroyed Drum. Really, you know, Nina kind of came back, made it a close fight finish, but Sars looked very. Very good that day, you know, two two of the bigger names and then tack, you know, again old rivals Lockmore beaten well, as you said, the the late goal by Lockmore probably kind of you know yeah, put a nice, yeah, put a nice shape it. on the score, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at the like they've 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 they were the fourth team in, in the mid championship, they were very good. Kidding game, first round of the, of the county championship, lost Ronan that morning. I'd say that had a knock on effect. 
uh, on the panel itself, you know, if you had your last run maybe on the Friday, you could have planned without him. You losing that morning, it's very hard to set wheels in motion then a couple of hours before the game, you know. Um, but yeah, look, they've, they've certainly gone through the hard way, like, and they learned it against Kildangan the next day again. Absolutely. And Steve, Stephen Tolson, I suppose, Darius Stakelham in particular, if you're looking, you know, lads, looking towards the county, so as Colin in the, in the group would always be asking lads, what, what lads do we have for the county next year? You know, anyone, anyone there that's putting up their hand for it. But um, anyone catch your eye for you and general thoughts on the match as well? You're on mute there, Stephen. Yeah, apologies there, I was on mute. Um, but yeah, the efficiency of the young young Stakelham there was I thought was excellent. You know, there was no dilly dallying around on the ball, just get it, snap it, bang, you know, to, and to the way. Um what I took from the match now, look, Lock Moore probably wouldn't have been thinking the same. And I've always thought Lockmore never panicked under pressure in other games. But it felt like and I even watched it back again this evening, it felt like they felt the pressure of the Sarsfields uh, attack and the swarm and the hassle and the harry and the hook and the block and the, the fight. You know, it, it like Lockmore had a lot of drop balls, they had a lot of misplaced passes, and it just they just they just looked a bit shell shocked from the intensity that Torla Sarsfields brought to the game. And um look, I know they had their purple patch and they went through went in at half time, but for me, Torlis you know, they've they've been brilliant. The way they dismantled Drum the previous game and then to come out again then today, like they, they, they never looked like losing. I thought they never looked like losing the match. I know, you know, um uh Lockmore got the go got the the early goal and you know made it look like they were going to put a run on it. But then SARS stepped up a couple of gears towards the end there and I think they put up one three or something without replying. The, the the intensity was just unbelievable, and they made one of the coolest teams around look very very nervous. And I think I thought that was a huge statement from Torla Sarsfields on uh, on Sunday. And I think it's a it's a very young Sarsfield team, isn't it? I, I suppose look, it's probably the most famous name in Tipperary hurling um, at the moment. But you know, this actually team itself already lost the. The, the final replay against Lockmore a couple of years ago but you know I think they, they might have hit I think it was four wides in the first five minutes or something like that on Saturday but after that they really settled into the game didn't they? Yeah it is and look a little bit of nerves at the start of the game even happens to even the biggest clubs and the best players like you know this I, th- I think nerves are good because that means you're, you're passionate about what you're doing you know and there'll always be a few nerves but I, I think it's fair to say at the start of the year we you know the boys probably, I know, would have wrote them off a little bit or played it down a little bit more than everyone else. But we probably wouldn't have had Sars in the position that, not that you wouldn't have him in the county final because if they got to the county final, you wouldn't be surprised. It's Torres Sarsfields after all. But the way they've went about the business since they lost the first round has been spectacular. And what they're doing in training, with uh, uh, like last year, there might have been a hangover because Paddy had to retire um very early and prematurely. This Torla Sarsfields, they look for me, they look the real deal. Um, and I said so before before the semi the semi-finals. I think they've moved into the favourites positions from for me. And as Jamie touched on earlier, Kiladangan were the team to beat them at the start of the year, but you're losing Ronan Mardis that um that morning. This should be this should be a hell of a, a county final. Like Torla Sarsfields are they're they're rightly really back, like you know. Absolutely, and I think I mentioned um, when they did lose that final replay to Lockmore, maybe or maybe as one either said, it, the difference might have been that bit of star quality in attack. Definitely, I think you know with Billy McCarthy back and the two Stakelums there, and uh, Shawnee Butler, is it there? You know, a lot of lads are after stepping up over the last year, and lads. I suppose the news broke during the week that Paddy Mar wasn't going forward again for another year with Tipperary, but you know the amount of work he's doing with Sarsfield is there. I'd say he's just so great to have around. Yeah, so you can imagine the intensity and the passion that he's bringing to, to training sessions. You see him on the sideline there over the weekend at the A and the B match. And, like, his qualities are coming out in two teams. You know, I'll never say they attitudes or the work rate of Shawnee Butler and Connor Statham. And I mentioned Cahill as well. Having Billy there as a target as well. He caught one great ball in the second half. He did second second bite of catching, but he caught it. 
you know, like they're working like dog Stephen Maher is back fit, Paul Maher is back from Dubai. The inside back line is a nightmare. I'd say nobody would want to mark any of them, right? They're too strong or too fast. You know, um, and it's it's Parik all written all over that team, hundred percent. Yeah, and, and you know, he's of... going to grow as a coach, isn't he, lads, as well, or as a manager. You know, he's a natural born leader, you'd say, you know that from his time in the Tipperary and the Sarsfield jersey. But I think, you know, in the year with Tip probably would have done him done him good as well as selector. But you know, he's a real natural born leader, isn't he? Just he's definitely going to grow as a manager. Yeah, he gets he gets tunes out of players. Like he's able to get like he's ten lads like you work your ass off for four to fifty minutes. We subs aren't that can come on like like Cotton only had a storm or game. Literally I say his legs are still like jelly. But we subs come on from, you know, person corner, Shawnee Water as well. Like, you know, part of give everything, you know, if you get four or fifty minutes out of you, but you've given all. And that's kind of driven through all the players in the team. They're all trying to find each other, which is kind of a sign like all oh, teams should be about, you know, some lads might drop ahead, but some lads want to pull him on and pick him up, you know. And it's great to have Parik in that role, like when he approached ours, get in there and we couldn't say no to that like in that position. Yeah, most lads would be happy with the junior bees or whatever starting off. Like a few yeah. mistakes or no one's watching, but uh Parik Mary in for the top and look, it's paying dividends. So that's definitely one one semi final. The other game on Sunday then was a different affair. Kilidangan for me again, very impressive. Two uh, were they a little bit disappointing or were they just a bit overordered occasion or were Kildangan that good we must say look there might even be a bit of a controversy break with this one a few lads on the forum there wondering was Dar Egan kind of like an illegal player or whatnot but I, I don't think there's much in it you know those 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 team selection things you know there's a I don't think Toome will be appealing that one but um, thoughts on this one uh, Stephen I'll go to you for the neutral look Look first because the two stars might be all full of their niceties now for Kildangan. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that clutch that straws with the whole um, illegal player kind of a thing. You know, the, uh, Dara's uh, he's a registered player with with Kildangan, and look to Tumi Vara lads, they're not going to be the one ones to appeal it. I think it's outsiders causing a little bit of a uh, little bit of drama, but yeah, Kildangan are they're a serious serious um, team. You know, like. I don't feel like they're relying on superstars, similar to how Sarsfields are going themselves. Although, like you know, Ronan Mar is there, but the, as a as a team, I think they're excellent. Like I think I think we forget that there were times in the county final last year against Killeran where they were absolutely outstanding and looked like they were going to absolutely steamroll uh, Killeran. You know, then kind of died died a little bit and then came back and died a little bit. But they're you know they're they're back where they wanted to be again. They're Geez, they're, they've been in county finals now a, a good bit in the last few years. You know, they've won they've won a couple as well. Um they're, they're an excellent team and I, I I like I like um young Hayes. Uh his first name escapes me now, sorry, but I think he's really Sean Hayes. Yeah, he was under I, I, I love watching him underage and I think he's really coming to the fore this year for Killadangan. He's really stepping up and he's doing the business and they're all working for each other. They're not over reliant on one particular lad up top, you know. Um, uh, well, sorry, no, the other lad, um, Billy Seymour. Billy Seymour, really, yeah, really coming, coming back to his old self again. We we all saw what he was like underage, and we thought he was going to have a huge intercounty future for us. You know, maybe that can happen. Because he's really doing the business for Kildangan this year, you know, and uh, I I don't think like I, I don't mean to be rude to to me Vara, but there was all there was always over it, always going to be one winner here as all. I think um to me Vara are coming teams they're getting better, but of the three teams that are in the semi final, I would have had them fourth in the table, and um you know gallant effort. You know the brilliant result the last day, going into extra time, could have you know could have taken a little bit out of them, you know, because you have to get emotionally so high for for things like that. But Kildangan, they just look comfortable throughout, and uh, you know they'll they're going to relish this this county final with Torres Sarsfields. Yeah, they did, uh, Jamie. You know, I thought Barry Hogan sending off might be proved to be a bit of a turning point there. You know, if two more yeah. everyone to make a run of it. It would have been then, like you know, there, but they couldn't really bridge the gap, you know, from yeah. they were always six, seven points advantage, and then Kildangan just pushed out and pushed out. And yeah, like the, they were so the six point cushion was a big help to Kildangan, you know. I thought Tumivaro were a little bit pedestrian in the first half. I thought 
their play was a little slow compared to Kilalangan, who are an awful lot slicker and sharper and faster. You know, so when you're chasing a six-point deficit and you're hurling at 100 miles an hour, you know, compared to the game on Saturday night, which looked to be a lot faster from both teams, I thought to Ivar just looked a little bit sluggish. Maybe extra time had taken it out of the legs. But, like, with Barry Hogan going off, it was a chance, you know, the news could probably nick a goal early after he went off and then get a bit of momentum and go after it. Um, in fairness to Dar Egan, I think he made one, one, one or two good saves as well. Like, Dar Egan always had skill and ability, like, right? you know, he's good. So, as well. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? He has that quality. In fairness to him, he's been around a long time. He wouldn't have been feeling any pressure coming on or anything like that. You know what I mean? He's, and he probably would, he's like a comfort blanket back there for them as well because he has such experience down through the years of Tipperary and McKillan, you know. So, look, it's a 50 50 game, I think, the final. I'm not going to, I'm not going to blackguard lads by saying Kilalang in our favourites and we're not. I think it's 50 50 all the way. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. Here's a stat for you, lads. I'm blaming the Irish examiner if this one's wrong because I'm just trying to do <clears> a bit of mental arithmetic in my head. But it's their sixth final in seven years. Is what I'm, I think they only have the one win, isn't it, versus. Lockmore in 2020. 2020. No. 2020, yeah. 2020, no, they didn't. That was 2020. Yeah, the last year. They won 2019, was it? Right. I just, was it 2019? They stole the show on Lockmore there. Remember the puck out drama? Yeah. yeah. That was 2020, mm. wasn't it? No, I But anyway, I think that's only one final win, isn't it? In, out of, yeah. out of six goals. So again, I know, Jamie, you're just kind of called it a 50-50 game, but that's definitely not a great record. No, it's not. No, look, we know all about losing county finals and Zarsis too. But um, I think Reds have said you have to lose one to to win one, and we lost four. But um, it, don't, it, can, it can play in the back of your mind as well. You know what I mean? Um, having been there, I know they've tasted success, but they've tasted a lot of defeat as well in finals. So one more won't hurt. <laughs> Hopefully, and we might dig into the, the final next week a bit. More. One thing, um, Killang kind of showed in that game. They're up, like. They went um, 11 or 12 points up there or 10 to go and Toon kind of got it back, didn't they? They got the goal at two points but then the thing was I liked Klang and they kind of rallied and said right, we're going to win this and they pushed on and they got first six points so they, like, they could have said I will hold on to the four or five minutes. They do look they, like they switch off a bit all year though. They switched they? off yeah. that, for that kind of four or five minutes there and like Toon got back to five with about six, seven to go like another goal there could have said it but, but Klang and said here we won't score and think Billy got the way finish games yeah, in they, they can't afford to do that so that's the race for Dan Breen for 2023 the race for 2024 I suppose are two of the teams that will be in the race will be Clenulty and Kilruan uh, I suppose perennial contenders as well Kilruan I would say were comfortable enough um, on Sunday versus Upper Church might have been 4 or 5 points in the end and Clenulty uh, again, I think it was 3 points in the end versus JK Brackens and he catch yeah, much of these no, I didn't see much. Of, I suppose no surprise for with Clonolty and Killer One winning. They would have been probably seated higher in the groups. You know what I mean? Um, Killer One as county champions, they probably had an awful lot to prove. They, like they couldn't afford to get into a relegation final. You never know what's going to happen. So um, they were probably they had a poor enough year, obviously by their standards compared to last year. Um, and Clonolty, they did well to get extra time against Tom. Um, but two were the better team on the day. And like Upper Church had a, had a great year last year and had a poor year this year, you know. It's been topsy turvy for, for a lot of clubs. You'd be mid then now. So you'd have a like for me looking from the outside there, I'd say like Upper Church is probably a small enough group of players, pool of players that they're relying on. And you know, if a yeah. couple of those aren't going like again, I watched most of this on on Sunday, just they looked like limited in attack. Look, they made an excellent fight of it, but Kuran, I think, with their you know they had their best players on the field probably for the first time this year, and it made it made a big difference to them. I think they always looked comfortable enough, like you know, without ever kind of dominating the game. But upper charge, like, are they a team that might actually there might be a natural drift back into you know toward the end of the Dan Breen teams towards the top end of the Premier Intermediate? Like, would that be their level? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to be on a dartboard and upper charge now for saying that. No, there's no, no, no I, I think, think they're a senior team. There's no reason. Yeah, I would not. think they're a senior team, yeah. No, like they've pushed us numerous years down over the last 10 years. They've pushed us to the mid finals and they've beaten us in, in, in semi finals and stuff. You know what I mean? They're, they're probably lacking maybe a little bit of firepower up front. 
they'll always have battling quality. That never never want for that, but probably missing kind of a star forward, maybe that, that's gonna yeah. score eight, ten points from freezing play, you know what I mean? That's gonna carry over the line. That's probably where they're lacking the most. Likes Pat Short, he's gone back down intermediate. He was doing a last year. Pat Short was ten points a game, like you know what I mean? And, and that's what they need now, probably, you know. Kind of Paddy Green now is the main go to man of all there, Paul Shannon, maybe. Yeah. I know it's so I say what like at that when them games you could let it pop over 12, 13, 14 points, like you know, compared to Bracken's, like in the final, going to have Armand, Fairbrother, you know, um, Shane Dyes and for like they have forwards that have scored, like so that's going where it's going to kind of come down to. But like these relegation games going to be dog fights. This is going to be just going to be, be, a, be I, I couldn't call again, it. like for me again, Premier David, I think whoever loses this, it won't be a cakewalk in Premier Intermediate next year for him. You know, oh, it's no. uh, Brackens again. Look, I think that Clinality would have been well well set up for this after, you know, competing well in the county series, you know, winning the preliminary and then going, you know, to, to extra time in the in the quarter final. Like so it's not like, you know, they were getting hammered all year and I think they were fresh and I think there there was a bit of that there was a bit of that like as well, but you know, as I said, Bracken's another team that probably, you know, were suffering injuries, you know, the early part of the year cost them, lost the key game, the first game against Mullinahone and set them up probably for relegation. Bounce back with a yeah. win versus drum. Yeah, would you want to call this one? Two weeks' time, I think it's on, isn't it? 14th. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, yeah. Paddy Cadell back fit or fitter than he was. Yeah. He could be the difference. Like, it could be that simple. One player could make all the difference. Um, very un- hard to call Kevin I, I couldn't to be honest you'd, you'd, you'd think that form would be slightly favouring uh, JK you know when they got the boys back they got the good result against Drum and Inch you know they, I would have I would have felt that Clonality would have been the best prepared team in the relegation semi-finals because of the two big games they had previous to it you know yeah. and JK they um you know, there's only three points in the end. Like that, uh, that's only one puck of a ball. Could have went either way. I, farm wise, I, I, I lean towards J.K. Brackets. But just, just a point on on J.K. and the the standard of the whole of how we're Tipperary Championship. For years, we were complaining about standards, and with last year's county finals in a relegate uh, county county champions in a relegation semi final, and last year's mid champions in the in the in the relegation final. Yeah. Like that's. That's a, I think that's a phenomenal standard of hurling, and one or two lads missing is the difference now between all these teams going well and not going well. It's not just that's not just the case for the intermediate clubs. It's actually happening at senior levels because but standard key, is so. Stephen, I suppose just to reinforce that point there again, we we're talking about it off air. But it really is, you know, that is a big factor, isn't it? Your key men playing well could be the difference yeah. between going through, doing very well, having a very good year, and being in relegation. Yeah, we spoke. We we'd always speak about when you go into a hurling field. You within five minutes, you want to know who the county lads are. No club, what clubs need, and and you know you'd see it a mile away. The big big players at a club level, for a, a club to be successful or for a club to avoid the dogfight or relegate, the big players have to perform. You know, and it's 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 that final line that Paddy Cadell injured at the start of the season, um, really really hampered JK Brackens like you know as I said the mid-champions from last year they turned over drum right good game against Clonulty had they a fully fit team going into the start of the year now I know everyone has injuries and things like that they they could have been fighting at the other end of the championship but it could have been someone else so I think we're we're, we're very lucky in the sense that we're such a competitive championship and now we're going to have another different winner seven years in a row in the damn brain you know and it's 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 brilliant. The new system is just working, you know, and um, from year to year, predictions are going, just going to get harder and harder. Exactly. It's great, lads. Isn't it? You know, the 16 teams actually suits. You know, you've, you've so much clarity on the structure there now. We leave the discussion on the link to divisions for another day, but now we have to go to the Sean Smith fan club. He loves this team in Premier Intermediate as he's fond enough of telling absolutely everyone. Uh, <laughs> we might have been favouring... I was... Cards on the table here now. I strongly fancy killing all in this one. I watched. Celtic, Celtic yeah. No, I watched them beat the Swan there in our final. They look, they, were, they look so good. But um, Jesus, yeah. Um, between killing all, never, never being allowed playing 
Sarsh is particularly coming down the home stretch. Everything they hit went over like it was. They just powered through. Sean, will will let you take this one home now. Yeah. Um. Again, Kilnard. Overall, look at Kilnard's hit bad wide very well from position, and we just polished and we had the ball. That's the thing. Like we just took our chances. Like for half time, we're three up, and Jack Langs took a goal just on half time. That looked to be overworked, but ended up sticking in it. Like you know, it didn't end one eleven to eight over half time. Like we're just clinical and our backs, like they're letting Kilnall shoot at times, like but then they're letting it shoot from the sideline. Like they're not like not every player like Dara Woods were gonna fling balls over from sideline, like, you know, but like Kilnall be sick and with that, like even the second half is a penalty they got another goal is kind of soft against one of the play, but coming down the home straight, Jack Lanigan, um, Lee McCormack, Mikey Ryan come on, got points, like you know, Robbie Stave McCall, like we we scores all over the field. Aiden Ryan there played a stormer. Got it was a two points to play at Jamie, wasn't it? Like in, yeah, two points, then, two good points, yeah. And then it's twin the back line, which that back line I them could slot in like no one majority was like Dave Mara full back. He has this bit of calmness about him. You know, he's not fouling the man, he just keeps the man out, waits till Jack Mara maybe or Aiden Ryan come in to clear the ball, Henry Fogarty and pop it out and Cal's there then working helping the back line of centre back and Cal's another he was excellent, wasn't again, he? again like, that was like brilliant, yeah. Brilliant. And yeah, all over the field as players. But Kilnall, the first half is bad wide. It kind of bad after bad wide. They kind of got to the Kilnall as well. They looked frustrated with it. We just kind of kept working. And some of our players then were all trying to get in the ball. We just took our scores. But you know, it's light to be there. I'm kind of into the unknown now with this. But like, our lads will fear no one because this team has just something that just stay going and stay going. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Excuse me, what can you say? Um, I thought Michael Cahill was incredible in the first half. He was an option. Anytime a ball broke in any of the other five back positions, he was an option for a pass or he was getting in blocks or hooks or carrying ball forward. He really r- rolled back the years now, I have to say. Um, I thought Jack O'Mara, cornerback, was very good along with Dots. And, and Kieran Maloney was the other cornerback. Kieran did well as well because he was down to play wing back. Um, but like the work rate again was just savage. And then Kilnall made the mistake of not man-marking Jack Lanigan in the second half. He was popping up 50, 60 yards from goals and that Jack could put them over all day and he did. Robbie stayed. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sean got a goal out of nothing. Yeah. Turned his man out in the corner in front of us, and he just took off and stayed going. And how he got a shot off, I don't know, but they whistled past Joe Caesar's ear, and that was the winning in the game, really, to kick on from there. Yeah, Stephen, bit disappointed with yeah. Kilnall. Maybe Miss Bubbles brought on Michael Doyle. I think he got one one after coming on as the impact sub, like. But uh, they're just always chasing this game. Yeah, um, to just touch on it, is the huge um testament to how Paddy Ma has this team worked out. We're talking all about Sars, how hard they're working. You know, they didn't leave drum play hurling two weeks ago. They didn't leave um Lockmore play hurling yesterday. They didn't leave Kilnall play hurling. You know that's. That's um uh that's when you know your manager was a backman all his life. First and foremost, hard work. We do the nice stuff afterwards, and that's what's happening. You know, uh, like I know uh, Sean is playing playing down Sars, and you know he just he made a comment there, Mishko, saying um, uh, we're delighted to be there. I've called this Sars team from the day I seen them in Clamell that they were excellent. They were doing all the right things at speed. They could have absolutely had that game home and hosed. I don't know who the chap was, but he came. He went bear down on the goal, and it was a fantastic save. But that game was done at that stage until, and then they got the man sent off, and against the wind, then in the second half, it became, you know, a battle. 
but they wasted so much, so many uh, chances that day that you think, you know, nine times out of ten they'd go over the bar, but they were excellent. And I, 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 I've said it for a while now, and back on the pod that this, I think this Torla Sarsfield team is brilliant. You know, they're doing all the right things and they're doing them fast, and the swarming of of the opposition player on the ball is. You know, it, it's a template for all clubs to be watching, you know, because the more pressure you put on a, a, an opposition player, the harder it is to own. If you stand back and hurl, let them hurl, you know, some lads can do it. Like Some lads just don't want to be, don't want to be um, under pressure. And uh, look, unfortunately for Kinlall, you know, it's an improvement on last year. But, you know, they they need to be getting back up to the top table. You know, they really, and the, the longer they go without it, the more pressure that's going to come every year because for me, I, I do think they're the best hurling team in the South, you know, and Mulholland are up there already, but we need another team up there. You know, we need South Hurling as strong as possible. Um, They'll be disappointed, but I think it's only Declan's, Declan's first year in there. So he'll be in, you know, I know he knows all the lads and all that, like, but his way will be a year older next year, you know, and you'd be hoping they'd be a little bit stronger because you can definitely see a new fight in, in Kinlaw that probably wasn't there the last few years. But unfortunately for them, they've come up they've come up against the Torles Arsfield team that I think is I think it's excellent. You know, and look, they were probably missing their talisman for ninety percent of the year as well, with bubbles kinda not you know, being being injured like so as I said, it's it we just talked about the importance of having your big players playing well and it being crucial and then you know yeah, like when... you know, a fully fit bubbles you're 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 look without blowing it up around, but you're talking five, six points easy, you know, a fully fit bubbles. And that's a big player. That's a big score. And when he's, unfortunately for Kinnall, he's injured all year. And, and you know, it's, it. They, he's a person that they need to get fully fit now. They need to get right for the, the winter and to be coming into the new, new season, injury free, fully fit and ready to rock and roll. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he said that like, uh, like, um, uh, uh, say it for Michael Doyle coming on scoring one one. Michael Doyle is about a year or two younger than me. Um, I know Bubbles is not that much younger, but Bubbles is a star in the, former star in the county. Like, like they need the the young lads now need to be stepping up. I know they have some good young players. Like, but um, you you can't you like you can't be relying on all the lads to come off the bench to rescue a game against against the likes of Torles Harsfield. It's it's too difficult. And that's no disrespect to Michael because he is a fantastic hurler for Kilnaud and has been for a long, long time. I have huge respect for Michael, but for relying on all the lads to come in to rescue a game against Kilnaud, against Torles Harsfield, you're you know no, you're look, you're you're going to be in a little bit of trouble. Look, so champion so senior champions for the year, you know, probably you're right, you know, probably overall once you get the disappointment out of this Defeat, like they've done a lot of things right this year, you know. I think Kieran and Killian O'Dwyer kind of really stepped up, have very good years. Joe Mouse Dwyer as well, you know, looks really yeah. settled and fit as well. Like, you know, so they'll be there thereabouts again next year. It'll be a bitter pill to swallow for them in the short term, but I think they did do a lot right this year. Absolutely. And they're moving in the right direction, which is look, I know talking about it now as a Killian man, they'd probably be, they wouldn't want to be talking about, but when they do sit down and assess the year. They're moving in the right direction. Yeah, and uh, I suppose the other semi-final wasn't played. Cashel and Laura's uh, condolences to all in Cashel on the passing of Timmy Maloney. Uh, you know, very, very sad there. So that game didn't go ahead. That's on next weekend. Um, just might be corrected on this one, lads, but with the winner of that game, are they going to Munster now? Um, yeah. No, yeah, uh, yeah, they will. They will. That's, they will. Just wondering with the grades there as the Premier Intermediate team goes into the Intermediate Championship for two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the the junior intermediate loses out uh, on that one. A team that will be playing junior intermediate next year is Port Row. We flagged it; they were dealt towards the end of our power rankings all year, so we we did fear for them. And I think it was, you know, that that bit of firepower again that they were lacking all all year kind of came, you know, came from in the end. And uh, I suppose, look, what, what what can you say on this one? But you know, the one one of those years, I suppose, when small enough panel you take out one or two key players out of it and they just they just never got going. Yeah, and we keep touching on your important players, your big players, look, they've all lives to live and travelling and whatnot, but 
it, smaller clubs without huge player bases, when they are losing marquee players, this is the result of it. And unfortunately for them, they're going to be dropping down a division next year. Um, look, a division that, if they have everyone back, they might be made favourite straight off the off off the off the bat, you know. So if they can if they can refocus the minds, you know, get out of the slump of actually being relegated, you know, they can um they can make a right good stab at trying to get back up again, you know. And look, sometimes I know it is an awful saying, I hate saying it myself, but sometimes going down you have to step back maybe to step up step forward as well. Yeah, we saw it with Laura, you know, last or the year before last probably in in intermediate, you know, they'd go down and, you know, they'd, you know, we're in a, you know, money goal running very close and that. I don't think Port Royal cakewalked that division. I know our friend and the manager, Kappa White, might have been thinking that, you know, he was cursing them coming down, that they're, that they, that they'll be very strong next year, Stephen. Of course, he, he might draw them as well. But, you know, I think that the intermediate game, the intermediate grade is very strong at the moment. So that'll be another very competitive division next year. So Port Royal, it won't be an automatic up. Yeah, complacency would be a big challenge for Port Row. I know of one or two teams that went down through the years, one or two South teams especially. And, um, you know, complacency can set in. If you think you're going to walk straight back up, that'll be the biggest kick in the, in the behind you could get. You know, because a lot of, I know it's third tier down in, in the Tipperary Championship, but a lot of these teams take the hurling very, very seriously. And um, any team that's not fully prepared, fully focused and, you know, fully, full, uh, with, with, Hundred percent commitment and desire, they're not going to win that great, you know. So, tis um, tis, tis complacency now will be a huge test for them next year. The next one, lads, I think they're going to make a movie about this one if they go on and win the intermediate grade. But uh, Golden by my reckoning, oh. they were a change to the scoring system away from being in relegation about a last minute goal to get them through a very tight group. Won their quarter final against the odds and probably put in the performance of the weekend to beat, if not championship favours, up there, Kilsheelan by I think it was six points on Saturday. So again, Sean, what what did the Premier Review pod lads know? Absolutely nothing. 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 But right, we're always saying like these teams that went to them that grade, like kind of underdogs, like you know, people are saying goal, no chance. Like up the you know, two same fines, no, you have money gone, kill Kilsheelan is the favourites there, but Borland, I saw him today against um week four the one against Knockville and did a good win in the mid as well. Like and they're a team that are coming, but like I still thought Money Gall were still gonna have enough, but is there something Money Gall that kinda of come in the season and kind of flatter out a bit like, you know, it's does the friends off from what like, you know, a couple of years now with this kind of oh, Back to him on Saturday and I'll talk about it, but that was a hard watch cause of the conditions were Absolutely, yeah, that's, that's where we're going. You know, with Mullingall in May and June on the ground in the leagues now. Yeah. This is different. It's different style. Borlan or team that loves that team dog. But goal must be on cloud now. Nine now, she's like no whereabouts in here. But she's there must be on a different plan altogether. Absolutely, fairy tale, fairy tale <laughs> stuff, isn't it? It is like, and you know, just again, like the the conditions. I I don't know, it might have been seven four or whatever at uh, at half time in in the. In the Borland game, like, but uh, you know, it's like, like for 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 um for Golden again, they were on top in that game when Marco was sent off as well. So it's not like you know that sending off turned the game really, but it obviously had a big impact. But you know, I think um it was Connor Gleason brought in for a few weeks to kind of save him, you know, make sure they don't get relegated or whatever. And now I, you know, I don't know how much of a big role he's played in the in the whole turnaround or whatever in fortunes, but. Again, it's, I think it was Jack Leamy and another lad were away for the early part of the campaign. And, you know, back now hurling well. And again, what, you know, momentum is a big thing in these championships as well, isn't it? Like when you have that bit of belief, like, and as I said, they're in, they're in cloud nine. They're in cloud nine. But again, they will be running into a fully motivated Borland team. And I, I suppose nearly a battle hardened team as well at this stage. Yeah, they yeah, Sorry, go ahead. There's one thing on Golden as well. Um, were kind of saying over the year, did a lot of lads are going to score and not score ball. But I think the other day, like, Golden had double amount of scores compared to Kashin in that game, you know. So, like, Golden kind of going on Kashin out there, maybe not throughout the year, um, which is a thing, you know. So, but again, it's kind of came up short in them, but still, it's Golden having lads that could score and to put a belief in them and lads are popping balls over there from a place there. From. 
And look, you know, Kilshida in the football went all the way to penalties the week before. So probably, you know, we, we spoke about that. There's a few teams got a bit of a bounce after the football. Like, you know, this, um, found, it, found it hard following up the next week. Uh, Jamie, their thoughts on the intermediate? Yeah, like, Borland, like, Golden won. It was a bit of a surprise, I suppose. But fair play to them. They dug it out and they deserved their win. Borland on the other side, you mentioned it there. They are battle-hardened, like. And they're 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 coming and coming. The last couple of years, they won a junior A and a junior B there a couple of years ago, and that's that that intermediate team there now. They're probably ready to make the next step up again, you know. And even I think they're in the junior A final as well. Or no, they were beaten in the semi final at the weekend. Um, so they're a club on the rise from the bottom up from under thirteen grade this year. They won the football. They're beaten in the mid final in fairness by Dorlaso, but they're doing a lot of right things in Borland. So that that game that would be a cracker of a game, like. Yeah, what what impressed me about Borland was, look, they, if we're honest, they were relying on a very, very fortuitous goal in the normal game. You know, a re- big long ball in from 100 yards, all slippery conditions, found its way into the back of the net somehow, and they needed it. You know, because I thought in the normal game, Money Gall slightly edged it for it. But where I was really impressed with Borland is when extra time came, they took over big time. Their yeah, fitness yeah. levels were. It, it was like yeah. it, it was like as if they started the the first game. You know, they were still a hundred mile an hour. I think they went well, four I, points up early on. The you know the game yeah. last stage the game is over kind of thing. Yeah, it exactly because a, a couple of points when you go two or three points up in the extra time, it's 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 you know it's a very short game. It's a very yeah, short sure. game, and uh, I I thought Borland really took over. The fitness levels were exceptional in um in uh in extra time and. You know the benefits of the transfer window is, is really coming to show for them. <laughs> well, that's fair, Apologies, apologies to Bor Lamb, but I had to be I had to be said as well. <laughs> we gave Cashel enough stick down the years for it, so Bor Lamb are not going to be ignored for much. <laughs> the heat was off Tarlis now. <laughs> yeah, at last. But no one, I suppose, look to wrap wrap up on that then. Kildangan probably two relegations in a row. Uh, one point defeat to Upper Church, so in the in- intermediate, so you you see that a little bit. Uh, teams going teams going down twice. I suppose Airog didn't have the best um year Premier Intermediate after being relegated. From, the Borland go down twice and look at come is, back, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they went down to junior, didn't they? Yeah, junior. Cash yeah. went down to intermediate, and they're but they cash going down to junior for a year even as well after going down oh. for senior. Might. Not sure. So I don't think they went. Yeah, yeah. That was the same. Oh, I think that was in 2018, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does I I'm surprised Kildangan um fared so poorly at intermediate level. We played him in in um in uh the county league there. It was our last game of the year. It was a bog up in the rag at the time, but I thought they played a decent brand of hurling. You know, I thought uh, I, I wouldn't have. No, I know county league is different. Again, you can't go off county league in challenges, but I, I thought they were a decent outfit, and uh, just to find themselves in the relegation bother and then relegated is um, you know, it's just, there's a bit of a shock there. Now, I, I at the start of the year, I wouldn't have put them. I wouldn't have had them relegated. Yeah, absolutely. Who do we have in the junior? Well, it's Holy or Hinchby's Holy Cross. Hinchby Holy something? Cross. Um... Clonty, what was it? Clonty beat Borland. Yeah, Clonty had a good win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the Clonty team. They were they were junior the last couple of years, and they won't be far off that now either. That'll be decent enough. No, and you do see uh, some of the bigger clubs now. You know what? They are getting up the ladder a bit. Yeah, so Dangan maybe. It is. It is a bit of a surprise, Stephen. Yeah, you know, you are right that they that they have gone down again for development. It's it's much easier to plan when you do have. You know, two teams in the county series is an intermediate, primary intermediate, and senior. They all have their three games. They all have their divisional game. Whereas junior, you know, for the moment anyway, is left up to the division, so it's on a different plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, especially to be, down south when there's about twenty teams in it. To to be tough, all right. But I suppose for for Kildang's <clears throat> perspective, most of them lads you would think are going to be training with a senior crowd, and look, possibly they could well they. Depending on how the next game goes, they could be training with the Danbury County Champions, you know. So they're going to be getting great training all year. And, you know, 
a lot of a lot of um junior clubs, you know, especially first teams, smaller, they might be from small rural areas, you know, they might have the same numbers. So Clidangle will be happy in that sense that they will have numbers trained and they'll you know, if they want if they're really serious about it, they'll have savage training ahead of next year. Um but yeah, it is um it is tough on them and but look, that's how it goes, you know, you don't perform like that's the nature of good competitive grades that you know, if it doesn't work out for you in a couple of games, you could be saying bye bye. And the problem is then, like this time of year, then so say they're playing nice kind of conditions, dinner and kind of relegation battles, and they're in it's on a weather on Saturday, like you know, anger happening games, they take a mind their own. So, like, you don't even want to be in the first place when they're sucked into them, you just fair hard out. Like, mm-hmm. I think well, Sheedham will, will, will know all about that. I think uh, the conditions did help. And I don't mean to be insulting to Golden, but it did help him. It slowed down the game a little bit. And these, this time of year, you, you you'll see a slower game, and you know, good strong, good strong lads, and especially, especially crafty lads who are who are able to get who are able to get a reaction out of some fellas, you know. And um, well, Mark will have to, he'll have to learn from that one. Like you know, if you're going to, he's getting treatment there throughout the game, and he's getting it all year. In fairness to him. But if you're going to react, you can't get caught. And that was a, we didn't touch on it when we spoke about Kilsheelan, but that was a huge blow to Kilsheelan, you know, and played right into Golden's hands. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're learning lessons every year when we're hurling. Exactly. The classic goes on this weekend, lads. Not Aherlow not versus Turles Sarsfields, Commercials versus My Rovers. So the football classico, the old firm. And My Rovers going in as underdogs. So, I'm looking at a few blank faces now. We won't discuss that one for long, but uh, I think the ground slowing up might kind of soften commercials a bit. So this semi-finals are for winning. They'll be happy to get through this by one point if they if they can, like, you know. The senior football, is it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're still sour um, after going out the junior B football now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oshie McConville patrolling the lines now we should see it. this would be a comfortable game for tor- for uh, Torless I was going to say uh, for, uh, commerci- for commercials out. he's only putting the cones out for us <laughs> it's an expensive cone man if he's putting them out <laughs> <laughs> no but look that'll, that'll be on Clubber as well so look tu- tune in Upper Church and Brackens I think is the other game so that'll be a novel a great chance for them to have a to get a to get a final spot they've both been in the final recently they'll probably want to forget it but um, their experience there you know both both got heavy losses but you know great you probably like you know you'll do better in your second final um you you'll be more prepared for so there won't be more than a point or two in that one as well or just that they know each other so well uh that'll be a war of attrition i don't know what we're supposed to get a bit of an indian summer this weekend so you know that might be a bit harder ground you'd expect this time of year but um i'm just laughing at you there as well saying you know, look at the cut of the weather last Saturday and then you have those normal tweets, oh, this could be all Ireland final Sunday day or, you know, and all this kind of thing. And you're thinking, geez, we're just so lucky now the way the club see, scene is being played in the majority decent weather. You know, you're always going to have, by county final t- time, you're probably going to be playing on soft ground and that. Like, But yeah. at least the majority of it now, mm-hmm. barely odd summer storm and that, it, you know, you are getting played in decent conditions where lads will actually go to games and stuff and be part of it as well. Like even Sunday there, the day was cracking. It was good enough. Like a decent day. The feeling Bolan was lovely, naughty fair. It was mild, you know. So like just the mon- monsoon and Saturday was the only issue really only for the weekend. But canteen's got a different like competitive to goal and Cachilla game was on Saturday and the Monday goal game and Sunday coming different results there. Yeah, look it is a pity but the look at the look at the draw to we build an old a dome in Tipperary. <laughs> So Connacht football <laughs> style, so I'm sure that's on the way. Sarsis have a grand bit of land out the out the road there. I'm sure he'd be happy to happy to host it. At Nels no happened this weekend. Any other results from the other championships catching a right? Bally Hill hanging on. Yeah, they hung on, didn't they? A couple of points though. Did you see the last the last play of that game? Your man just dragging dragging down like the big for but. Even even before that, they were uh, Ballyhale a point up, Dixborough lad going through on goal, so it's happening over to get the equaliser. He went for the glory, blocked down. They went up the field, won a free, went two up. Like the small little things against Ballyhale, you know, you, you, it should have been an easy point, and you reset yourselves. And but uh, it's just 
that that's they're a juggernaut, aren't they? They're just a machine. Oh, absolutely! Like you know, but just man said, man said, I like TJ Reid again by all accounts. Like again, there was only sort of highlights. Just like there's no stopping him there in the club game. No, no he's too good. Like he's he's so fit and so accurate and so yeah, skillful. Like. Bit of a novel situation, clear. I think four outsiders and Ophicle are in their Cratlow or in their low semi-finals on next weekend. Limerick, the cream, is coming to the top, isn't it? Patrick Swell had a, a good win. I think yeah. that was a quarter-final as well. Cork are, Cork are two final stage now. Um, Emma Kelly lost out, uh, I think it was Sarsfield's Cork Sars, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And not sure who won the Middleton game. So, look, all the... All the club championships are progressing and tip, I think, out of the week, the first weekend in November in the Munster Championship. So, plenty to look forward to. It's nearly a year, a year round hurling calendar now. So, plenty to discuss. Great. It's great to have it. I just give a quick shout out there to the Stars. Moe girls were bet by the Drum and Inch juggernaut at the weekend, <laughs> playing their first semi final. Uh, so fair play oh, you're not that. taking over the Camogie world as well Jamie are you uh, we're coming we're coming we're coming give it time uh, we've won there she's the best of the state as we call her Queen of the she's 16 Jamie is she 15 16 yeah and she's every bit as good as her four brothers without a doubt I'd say lads so. splits splits her turn us in two but I won't I, I won't <laughs> I won't open that kind of worms though you're looking out <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. fair play to Sars Guards. I'm sure that look, they've been yeah, playing the most It's not great to see Camogie's exploding. We must get on for Nell Pod exactly. So that's something to to watch over the next five years or so. I think there's been a it's been a great growth in see it in Clonmel and St Mary's as well doing a whole pile of work on the Camogie side. Yeah, so great to see it. Promotion or promoting the game well, like that on YouTube the other day as well. You know, like just that's all pushing the game yeah, play everything when and you know, kind of it'll benefit them all. Right, I can make a tip yeah. sauce there nominations the three boys. Probably who we're going to get, would it? That's really it. I don't think you'll win one though, will you? He won't even no. be in the. No, nice to be nominated though. Yeah, I suppose would we be getting Jake, probably Jake, Ron, and Noel, wasn't it? Yeah. So... Yeah, Noel had a phenomenal and most of the championship in fairness to him. That's it. Interesting. I think it was Woolley. I suppose his argument is it just should be on the the regular season games when you're seeing everyone. That Limerick, you know, pick it on the final kind of skews it all. So it's an interesting argument. That, but like you know, you're you're it's almost endorsing when you win all Ireland, you're going to get a lot of, you know, you're going to reward a lot of lads. Like so, that's the way it's always been. Yeah. Yeah. True enough. Fair enough, lads. We leave it there. Thanks a million. Thanks, Bye. Bye.